Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, Tumble. Hello, everyone. Are you a robot, David? Um, I'm the opposite of a robot. You sound so, like a robot. Do I sound robotic? What's going on? I've just, I've just, oh mate, you know I started weirdly. You know I started the pod last week by people with not like a rant, but saying, can people stop saying that have kids, having kids is just bliss the whole time, and having a big family is just bliss the whole time. It is. It's the they grow so fast, and, mate. And, they grow so fast. Cherish them piss off and it's like it it is great but the the logistics involved like the logistics involved just at 7 50 this morning raining half half seven it's where it was raining kids screaming inside another kid upstairs with my wife two teenagers refusing to eat breakfast almost teenage one of them can't find my shoes. Your shoes are there. All oh, right, who put them there? What have you worn? Okay, I haven't worn them. I'm a size 11, you bell end. And then it's like, what have you taken outside? I haven't. What would I take? All that stuff going on. Plus, get off your phone. Get off your phone. It's take free Tuesday. Get off your phone. I want to take it away for a week. Put it down. Get off your phone. I haven't even been on my phone. I'm looking at you on your phone. Then I go outside and I'm taking baby seats out of one of my cars is getting fixed. My, my car's getting fixed, sorry. And my wife's car's got. My, I baby can't do baby seats. Back. I can't get my hands you from the back. But you can't get baby seats. You can't get a kid. You can. You can't safely put an eleven-year-old in between two baby seats in the back of a mid-size SUV. People say, "Oh, they're too big." They're not big enough. They're not big enough. So I was like, "I'm taking that out. I'm putting it in the hallway. I'm put taking them to school, coming back, putting them back in." I was like, "I really want to do some exercise because I feel like a lard ass." Go to the gym. Yeah, but we have to leave at ten to go to Bristol to drop our toddler off 
at my wife's sister's house, which is where I am now, so that she can look after our toddler while we go for an anniversary lunch in Bristol. Why the F did I book a lunch in Bristol? It's mid, it's completely insane. So we're driving to Bristol, which is 50 minutes because of traffic. Dropped them off, late for the pod, forgot the cable to link up my mic, got everything except the adapter. So I'm now on my AirPods, hoping it's all right. And I've got 34 minutes to do a 40-minute pod because we've got to get to our booking, nap times. And then I get home, I've got to take two kids to Christmas carols, then I promise them pizza in town. So I've got to do that. I've also got to prep for an event. I'm just saying, Tommy, it's like, I, do you know what? For, what? What it makes me think is get a van. Because I could have saved myself a, all that shit this morning. You need a, a, a Mercedes one. You need a Mercedes one. You need a people carrier, and you just be one of those dads. That's what you. That's what you need to do. But I've got. Like, I've got my big. I've got my big Land Rover, but nah. my wife won't drive that. Doesn't drive that, and it's, it's like. Van. So I'm a van. I'm, like, is there a van that's smaller than my Land Rover? I think there is, but it's just like. It, all this stuff um, and then just we're about to leave seven radiators arrived at the house and this blood I, he goes your radiators are here i said what are they doing here mate like there's no plumbers here there's no one here and he's like right well i've got your radiators i'm like right we better take the radiators they've all got a life flat all seven of them that's a lot mate considering we've got four kids and a dog coming in and out and we got no plumbers to fit them like i didn't know they were coming i can't mm. get them off on my own i'm like right okay i'll do that and then one's in the car crying do you know what I mean? Like, not everyone. Two of them are crying in the car. You're like, oh, mate. Um, I, I thought anyway, I was on the good. back. I thought I was on the back foot today because I had some Christmas drinks oh, yesterday. Mate. But no, no, no. It's me. Yeah, it's me, mate. I don't want to be in your size. Oh. wide shoes. Honestly, wide feet. Honestly, and then you've got like. Do you know what? I've got this um, event. I, I love doing it. It's down at Exeter Chiefs tomorrow, and it's all it's Christmas lunch. It's always really good. And I actually thought, you know, I always finish it and like right, I have to race off because I've got. Hey, I said cry. When you finish it? Yeah, I always finish it, and I've got to race off because I've got shit to do. I've got so many bloody kids, and I just like hang around, and I don't want to be that guy every year that just like cheers then and goes. So I said, right. They always say, do you want to stay down at the hotel? And I said, yeah, all right, I'll stay. And I'll, I said to my wife, I'll just have a couple of beers there and I'll get up, you know, before breakfast and leave. And she's like, yeah, cool, do what you want. She's super chilled. But it's like, actually, in Bath, I've got 9.30 little gym, you know, like a gymnastics, at, you know, like bouncing around club till 10.15. And that, but that means I've got to leave her house at nine in Bath. And then it's like, right, 10.15 that finishes. And at 10.30... Oh, the other side of town with my 14 year old, I'm ice skating 10 30 to 11 30. And then at 11 50, I'm getting my daughter's nails done as one of her Christmas presents, my other daughter. And somehow I've got to get all these kids from different buildings to mm. like, and I like, this is, I've got a day off on Friday. That's my day off. And I'm like, mate, this is mental. It's too much. It's actually well, do your too rugby, much. Got to do your rugby prep then Friday, haven't you? Exactly. So oh, I'll do that at home. Yeah, but it's like, it's like getting into a cage with a, tiger at the gym and saying do your match prep you just can't do it I'm trying can't to think I can live on your own that help tried that <laughs> <laughs> tried that met a fitty 
there we go but no it's mate it i do laugh about it as well like i think it is i'm not it's not all that bad but um, i'm having a moan because it's funny for the podcast but actually carols will be lovely peter tonight will be lovely <laughs> will they will they the cat no the carols will be <laughs> they are but pizza out will be nice you tell yourself nice that time. mate oh yeah pizza will be good i'm looking forward to monday got um <clears throat> i've got a christmas party i've got to go to friday and then saturday with you sunday with you monday i'm done christmas switch yep. off yep so yeah one more week for me but yeah same i haven't um yeah. the only the only tough thing this week has been christmas drinks sunday and yeah. tuesday well, so, sort of christmas sports drinks because it's like went How shuffleboarding tried shuffleboard yeah, um, yeah, I have. Yeah, I'd imagine you're not very good. Do you know what? What do you, What do you think of like? <clears throat> I think that games, Christmas parties, like it's all fun. Christmas parties and New Year's and stuff, and like company drinks or team drinks type stuff. I I think they've got a lot in common with halftime entertainment at rugby matches. Like, what do, What do you when someone says, "Right, I've got some games." What's your the chemical reaction in your body? Yay. Um I want to win at all costs. Yeah. They have to be they have to be games that they, they have to be games that are good. Like I said, shuffleboard was quite fun because I've never done it. We uh went to flight club yesterday. Darts. Yeah, um, yeah. It's good fun. And then to Kong's, which is opposite in Cardiff, is table tennis. And again, like no one could beat me, so I was just winning money. Oh yeah, I got to I got I got to the point where everyone wanted to play me. I was like, "Well, twenty quid." <laughs> I was charging the boys twenty quid to play me to try and beat me. You kept winning, the champ. No, that's good. If you win them all, I might. The chemical reaction in my body is why we're doing this, and I realise I'm a grumpy prick. But um, we did. I went to Danny Grucock's house last Friday night, and. Christmas drinks in Bristol and it was really, really good. And one of his friends, um, she made a game, made some games up and it was like oh, a treasure hunt thing. Oh, no, no, no. Wow, those games, mate. No. But they were, to be fair, it was really good. It was really good. But it's the best party games, some, some of the best party games I've experienced. But I just want to ideally sit or stand, ideally sit eat nice food, drink nice drinks. And if I realise you don't end up talking to everyone, move seats. Like, I just, I don't need extra entertainment. Like, I just need food, drink and company. I don't want the other stuff. I, I'd rather be left alone. Don't mind a game of fives, about. a game of 21s, drink while you think. That stuff, yeah. I'm talking organised, right, everyone stop your conversations, games. It's a bit like, I don't need that. Um yeah, and I, I remember thinking I was in. There was one friend there with his wife, and I was in. I had a really interesting, really interesting chat with them about life. Haven't caught up for ages. I was really interested in what she was doing and he was doing. And twice we got stopped, and we got stopped to do this thing. And it was like, all right, actually, it's really good fun. Right, we'll catch up with this afterwards. Catch up with it, and then we got stopped again, and because the game hadn't finished. And actually, it was genuinely fun. I didn't resent it, but looking back. I still don't know the result. Are you, of that sure you didn't go, are you sure you didn't go speed dating? 
That's what it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sounds like. But even then, like you're at a Christmas party and it's like, right, you've got your travel cots, you're either travel cots, monitors, all that sort of stuff. And it's like, right, you're just getting into it. And it's like, right, we've actually got to go because it's 20 to 12. And it took me five trains to get back from London. So I didn't get there till half eight. And it's like, we've actually got to leave. Um, do you know what I mean? So it's like the yeah. whole, it's just logistics, mate. It's the, on Monday, largely, no, the logistics, I, when you said you're done on Monday, I thought, oh yeah, me too. Then I realised, no, I'm not. I'm working what? on the 23rd oh. in Exeter, right? Okay. And that's fine. But I, I, I like doing it, but it's like right on the 23rd, we're all going to my in-laws house in the Cotswold. And I love going there. And my, you know, Michelle put the work appointment at chiefs in my diary. So Freya doesn't see it. My wife doesn't see it. And she puts in, go to my parents. So I'm like, well, I'm an extra. And she's like, what we've arranged this. I'm like, mate, it's in my diary. And she's like, well, I haven't seen it. So actually what we're doing is arriving. She's going to Cotswolds. I'm going to Exeter, then driving to the Cotswolds from there after the game. And on Christmas Day, we're driving home in separate cars. Like, that is yeah. actually, do you know what I mean? Heaven. It's fine. Heaven. Like, yeah, in a sense. But it's not Christmas. Do you know what I mean? It's a bit like, yeah. I just what? want it to be simple. And it can't, it just is never, ever simple. And I like simplicity. But it's mm. too late. It's my own fault. What, yeah. What um, What car are we driving down to Exeter in? You wouldn't tell me last week. Uh, well, it's because I accidentally did a, well, a very minor bit of damage to my Land Rover. Um, but we're... I believe we're going in my Land Rover. Oh. Uh, actually, turn out, I thought I'd really not knackered it. I thought, oh no, what have I done there? But it turns out it's really minor. Um, Do you want me to make? So we're doing that. Do you want me to make something for the journey, like food-wise? Because I'm thinking we could we could go disgusting, and we could go Burger King, oh. KFC, or oh, no. McDonald's. Or I have got a joint of gammon in the fridge. Yeah. I could cook that up. Yeah. Into some sandwiches or some rolls. Or, or what? Because it's going to be about half ten. We're going to be hungry. We don't, yeah. we can't hang around because we want to get on the road. Yeah. Just trying to think of options. Do you know what I would gladly do? Is if you had a little pot of barbecue sauce mm. and just loads of gammon, I would just dip it in there and eat it. Or I just eat the meat. I just, as long as I had some water, I just eat the meat on it. Okay, so I do that then. I'll cook it on Saturday. That'd be my job. That'd be great. That'd be lovely. It's a late kickoff, yeah. so can chill in the day. And then we. We'll... Yeah. What time are we? So, dear listeners, Shanks and I are <sighs> commentating together on Cardiff Bath. Yeah. Um, this weekend, and then we are going south on the M5 overnight, and we're going to Exeter against Munster the next day. Which is going to be great. It's going to be a great weekend. I really look forward to those games. So yeah, I mean, what time's Exeter, kickoff? At, what time's kickoff at Cardiff? Uh, eight, eight o'clock. Eight? Yeah, yeah. It's a late one, boy. And then one o'clock for Exeter Munster. Early doors, blimey! Yeah, hey, I did. Um, I hosted a Courtney Law's testimonial event last week. Oh yeah, look good. You sort of you don't forget. You sort of get used to people like Courtney. Well, you've been around lots of legends. You're one yourself, but you sort of get used to the stuff he's done, and you, you see, you actually start looking back at it before the event, and you're like, "Goodness me!" Like, he yeah. is a proper 
Oh, committee organised a really good event. Great auction. It was in the Corinthia Hotel in London, which is I've yeah. never been there before. Really posh. Um, and yeah, it was it was absolutely lovely. Really, really good. Um, enjoyed that. Enjoyed that. Have you met Simon Hammerschmidt? Have you met Simon Hammerschmidt? Yes, I, I have. Yeah, you have. Um, he's on the committee. Just quite often with these events, the committee are kind of, you never know who's on it because you never speak to anyone. It's just someone organises the event. You mm. know, Debbie or Steve are running the event and they're the only person you speak to. But actually, he, um, yeah, I must say, made it made it very easy. That was, I really like the Corinthia Hotel. The London is really nice. Have you been to that one in Covent Garden? Yes, yes, lovely. Now that, oh. Lovely. It's near that. It's quite near that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, very nice. The, the that, heated toilet seats. You know it's posh. Yeah. Right? Heated, you probably got them in your well, house. I, when we, no, when we did our house up, I looked at one of those um, Japanese toilets and there is a company oh, up yeah. north. I think they're up north in the UK that make them. I forget what they're called. But I looked at them and it was like, whatever, it's 1,500 quid or two grand for a toilet. And I was like, Jesus. And then spoke to my mate, the plumber, and he's like, yeah, it's not normal that. You need electrics, plumbing, all sorts of stuff. Like, There's a lot of work to get that fitted in your house. That is a, it's a two and a half grand job to get that fitted. You make sort of two grand to get fitted. You, you probably, you'd probably want to get like a little ring doorbell inside it as well, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, no, if it's a guest toilet, maybe. Maybe not the family <laughs> one. Uh, <laughs> the only thing I say about a heated toilet seat is that I just, excuse the pun, I can't warm to him because every time I sit down, it feels like some bloke's just left. <laughs> yeah, some bloke's just been yeah, on there for point. 10 minutes and left. Yeah, you never know which one it was, recently no. used or warm to yeah, see you. Exactly, exactly. Um, are you are you hungover today then? Uh, a little bit, yeah. Yeah, not too bad. I was home about half 11, I think. So That's all right. Yeah, the thing is, I've got to go out earlier in the week these days. Um, get myself right for yeah. the weekend. But do you have to then, when you get home late, do you then have to get up and sort the kids out and get them to school and all that? Um, no, I didn't today. I, I was up with them. I was up about half six. Ugh, that's early, mate. Oh, it's bo- body drunk. clock, mate. Can't lie in. Can't you? No, uh, no, just up like six, half six every day. Yeah, I did. A, I did Courtney's thing. And I was like, oh, I've got to stay in London overnight, but then I've got an early start to get to Marm, back to the West Country, to this thing in Malmesbury with some work thing, but with friends, work friends, basically. It was like, I was like, right, I'm not going to get much sleep. All right, I've got to leave by then. Got to leave by 7.30 latest from London, and it's like 5.40, I'm awake. I had to write a column when I got back from Courtney's thing. So I, I looked, yeah. at my, looked at my phone, and it was 1.46. And I'm like, right, just finish my column and send that in. Like, right, it's one forty-six. I didn't have any beers, not a single beer. And I'm like, right, one forty-six. Right, I've I've really got to leave here in five hours. And then it's like five forty. So I'm like, done. I was like, right, I'm out the door at five past six. I get to the venue about two hours early. I think I'll yeah. have a kip in the car. You don't. No. You don't have a kip in the car because no. you got thirty emails and forty WhatsApps from bellends like you, people falling off swings. <laughs> <laughs> what time? Gonna, what time were you going to get to Exeter? Do you reckon half ten leave, two and a half hours, three hours? Yeah, two, two, two and a half, two and a bit, two and a bit. Yeah, we'll be um, right. Yeah, 
We'll be right, mate. And I'll I'll, I'll bring you. I'll hopefully bring a nice big luxurious car for us to go down in. Oh, that would otherwise be nice. we're in, otherwise we're in um, my old convertible, which is great. You remember one? I had one. We lived together in London. The old yeah. convertible I had. That was, yeah. I've got one of those. One of those oh, knackered right. old. It's fine. If I, if, I mean, if I could choose, mate, I'd rather go in the range. You don't need lift own, do you? No. That's Andy. <laughs> <laughs> That'd ruin my Sunday evening a little bit. Oh, imagine that. Oh, you don't mind just pop me home to Cardiff quickly, do you? Oh, my God. Oh, three my God. hours out your day. Yeah. No, uh, dude, um, it's um, it's log- it's logistics at the moment. What I need is I need plan better. I need what, what you need. There's a there's a couple of families at school that have done, and in those families, either the mum or the dad, or the mum and the dad have done very, very, very well indeed. And people say, oh, lots of people are all like, I wouldn't have a nanny. Why have kids if you didn't have a nanny? I'll tell you why, mate. Because you can actually concentrate on just having doing the nice stuff with your kids, and someone else hoovers up does the laundry and occasionally does school runs for you and it's like act while you do dinner it's like oh yeah I, Andy. all day if we had room if we had the money in the room all day long i'd have a full-time nanny doing doing bits all day long but they live in your house that's the thing hey there it's michelle norris i'm host of a podcast called your mama's kitchen when I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. What uh, games do you do at the weekend? Were you on ITV? Uh, both. I TNT uh, Bristol Leon, which was brill um and entertaining very entertaining i don't know it was brilliant like quality entertainment was good uh bristol were just kicking it kicking on pretty easily really um and leon was struggling they're they're not great to be honest they weren't great and then semi randrandra after about 50 55 minutes seemed to flick a switch yeah, and decided to drag him back into the game, and he was just like an absolute force of nature, and he got him back in the lead, and it was like, oh my god, from nowhere he has won in the game single handedly. You know, we're on the old Mike 
off off mic to the old uh, producer who's player of the match and you're like oh definitely him oh god no definitely semi you've got to pick someone from the winning team ideally and it was like right semi randrandra yeah good right and then Callum Sheedy dropped a brilliant goal in the last play of the game and I was like right give it someone else um so it was a bit of that but it was very entertaining yeah and then um sale stad francais at the aj at the aj bell sorry the salford community stadium um at uh yeah, up in manchester where they they won very comfortably really it was mm. it was pretty easy for sale in the end um what were you doing what about that kick from henry slade as well for exeter yeah 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 messed around with him a bit had to move it a little bit didn't he a couple of meters yeah. to the left i thought oh that's no good serious amount of composure that wasn't it yeah it was huge um joe you know what this is probably the best game i've covered all season uh i did osprey's benetton oh, 11 yeah, tries good, 11 tries yeah yeah uh, just because i know there was you know with 11 tries you're going to get quite a few mistakes defensively but you can't have it all mate you know something's got to give for a game to be exciting yeah, uh, and you and you want to see a attack on top, don't you? You don't want to see defenses on yeah. top. You see, we need to see attack on top. So it was a really good game, and it was only towards sort of the last ten minutes, really. Ospreys pulled away. Uh, Derry Lake scored four tries. What? Yeah. Well, mate, the hookers—they're the new wingers, Morley. aren't they? Yeah. Was it just malls? Um. I think, yeah, Malls were just after the Mall of Pick and Go. Yeah. I said, I hope his mum isn't in Magaloo for Benidorm. Hope she's watching yeah. it. It's watching it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he was announced as captain. They asked him where. Uh, they said, oh, and what did your mother and father think of it? And he said, oh, well, my mother and sister have been out in Benidorm all week. So the news hasn't got to them yet. But he was... Um, he was good. <laughs> <laughs> but He's I just really I, I just I just thought it was a really good game. Who always played well for yeah. him. Um Jack Morgan obviously played well. Morgan Morris played really well. Um George North did all right with um Owen Watkin in the centre. It was yeah. just it was just a fun game to commentate on because you didn't have to go you didn't have to talk about the same thing once like yeah. didn't have to really talk about the ref didn't have to yeah. talk about the scrums there was something different happening all the time in the game so you wouldn't have yeah. to describe the same thing in a different way the whole time so I really enjoyed that I t- good win for Dragons massive win they had Onyaks is that have I, have I said that right Onyaks 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 yeah I think you have yeah um, the big win for them they've only beaten Osprey so far so that was good, good. um I mean, yeah. uh, Cardiff got annihilated by Toulouse. Yeah, be interesting this weekend because I think it depends who Bath send over, but Bath are the real deal, and they could Cardiff could really struggle if Bath send the big dogs over. Do you reckon they might not though? I think they might not. Okay, what, you know, it's almost to the point where week? Mark McCall, Mark McCall sent full went full chat at, over in the Bulls in Pretoria and lost quite comfortably, but. It's still, you know, but he and his point was that everyone should be doing that in order to take the competition, make people take the competition seriously. But it would get to a point where actually it would almost be unwise to send your first team to every away game because 
you're adding to fatigue, adding to risk of injury. Yeah. You don't need to because almost everyone is going through and it's, you know, there's only a few couple of teams that ain't. There's four teams that ain't going through and that's it. So you, but you want the home draws though, don't you? You want the home draws. You do, you do, but it depends what competition you're in domestically. Like URC, you know, with no relegation and playoffs in the premiership as well, it doesn't actually matter if you finish first. It, ideally, you're first or second, but yeah. it's kind of like you can actually, you know, you you can going full bore at all these games. There are a lot. The, the Premiership is a tough old league. Um, you do want to finish first or second, but I I don't know. In both of these leagues, there are now with fewer teams in the Prem, there are there is now a stronger argument to rotate people for some away games, target some away games, target all your home games. You win almost one away game and you're, yeah. you're through, mate. You're licking your paws. Like, mm. So you, you'd almost think Bath don't need to send their first no, they probably don't. there. They, I, saw, I hope they do because it's always great to see Yeah, same. Yeah. some of the top players playing. Um, like I'm, I'm, I'm there. I'd really like to watch Finn Russell, Ollie Lawrence, yeah, and, and like yeah. actually see them from a view, you know, in the commentary box and the gantry of movement. Yeah, um, but we'll see. Uh, yeah, I hope they do. They yeah. were very, they were very, very good. I thought impressive against Ulster at the weekend. They very dominant, forward pack dominant. Finn Russell, he's not like Finn Russell is like immaculate. He's not. He makes mistakes, and yeah. What one one thing you've always noticed about Finn Russell is that. He'll make a mistake. He'll almost laugh about it, shrug his shoulders and try something else and it'll be brilliant. That seems to have reduced loads of the pressure on the Bath team. Like you used to watch them and you think, they don't try anything. Like remember bemoaning it loads of times on this pod and saying, well, they'll make a brilliant break from their 22. They'll get all the way with a bit of hands to the halfway line. Momentum's with them. Right, stop. Set up the box kick. And you're like, mate, what's the point in making breaks if you're just going to set up a box kick? He did it repeatedly for ages. And now it's like something goes wrong. Well, that's all right. Try yep. something else. They, he, he recovers he really quickly. Added, yeah, it doesn't affect he seems him. Seems to have added that to the team as well, yep. as, well as all of his skill. Yep, yep. Um, very it's, different. It's a, it's a great trait to have because you make yeah. mistakes, and it can it can stay with you for a long time during games. Yeah. I tell you, flat someone, uh, you, you'd have a much better opinion on this, but because I've not seen him play that much, but I watched uh, Glasgow Northampton. And Tommy Freeman, mate. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I was, I was super impressed with, yeah, his size, his strength, his power. He's very much like Mason Grady, I think. Yeah, Cardiff. Just yeah. the way he moves he, for such a big bloke, and the power he's got is huge. Yeah, and real interesting that Sam Vesti and Phil Dowson up at Saints have put him at thirteen. They basically said because he always played wing, wing fullback, and they said you're our guy. At 13. And, you know, Saints have had a lovely attack for a long time. They've needed to do other things like <clears throat> shore up their defence, which they've done. Yep. They've needed to short, they've needed to improve their set piece, which they've done. Um, They're really, really getting there and they're getting some proper wins now. But actually, they looked at it, I think, and thought, we need to try something different. So if you think about Roy Hutchinson has played 13 for Saints for years and he is, he is a golden player. Like, he is a brilliant, brilliant player. Yeah. What they've said is, we we need to try something different and we think Freeman at 13 
is the option. So Hutchinson has basically, it seems like to me, has been told, look, everyone knows you're brilliant, but we want a big lump that can cause different problems at 13 to try and take us to the next level. And Roy Hutchinson, I said this to Sam Vesti the other week, and he, uh, I, I said he must be the best benched, permanently benched player in the league at the moment. And he said he's not permanently benched at all. So he told me I got that wrong. But the selection seems to be when everyone's fit that Freeman starts at 13. Um, I I really like it. And he's what, if you think about Ollie Lawrence carving up massive physical presence, like proper job at the moment, Freeman, brilliant. You've got Henry Slade, fantastic. And, you know, I'm probably missing others. Like you watch uh, Quinns beat Racing in Paris. Marcus Smith was just incredible. But, you know, Will Joseph, Jonathan Joseph's little brother. Will Joseph is against Gail Fiku. Mate, it's like there's only one thirteen on the field. Fiku was nowhere. Missing yeah. tackles, didn't do much in attack. Joseph was significantly better on the day. So England suddenly have an awful lot of choice, you know. Mm. Certainly. Well, I was, um, it was the first time I've watched it and thought, you know, this, this boy can play. He's an operator. Yeah. So... And he finds ways to score tries. Yeah, you know, Shane Williams used to just pull tries out all the time. I'm not. Yeah. I am comparing the two, but they're completely different. He's like a really big version of Shane Williams in a sense that he finds ways to score. Whereas you do look at some big bits of kit who've got a lot of caps and they've played a lot of games and they're very good players. You have to put them away. Sort of think, That's it. There's right. a hint. Yeah, there's yeah. a hint of the Emil Heskey about you. You do loads of good stuff, but there ain't many goals there. Yep. And there's value elsewhere, but there's not a lot more valuable in a game of rugby than someone who finds a way to score tries. Yep. Yep. I'm you with know, you. A bit like Jamie George, people like that. I mean, that, that's mainly Mauling, but Chris Ashton is the best the best I've ever seen at finding ways to score tries repeatedly, yeah. even when people know it's coming at, at every level. I mean, it doesn't take much. It doesn't take a genius to see that he's brilliant at scoring tries, but Freeman does have, I don't know if he's quite Chris Ashton, but he does have the ability to find ways to score. And in a game of rugby, mate, I, no matter who you've got, someone who repeatedly scores lots of tries is, is your MVP. Yep. Intelligent as well, because you've got to be able to read the game, read the play, predict yeah. it. That's where Ashley, Ashton was so good. Um, right. Let's get you off, shall we, to uh, your little anniversary meal. Let me guess what you're wearing. I reckon you've gone white T-shirt, Shirt, jeans, white trainers. Ooh, look at me. I'm a cool dad. <laughs> jeans, white pumps, white t-shirt. Yep. But I've got like a, I've got a, like a zip up jacket that goes over the t-shirt. All right. And I just, I saw it in like, town. Actually, my little, my little girl Buddha said, I like that daddy. You should try that. Cause it was a, on a mannequin. It was, it was like a real life, a plus size mannequin. <laughs> you know, they even do that now. So I'll try that. So I said, oh, that fits nice. And I, they said, oh, we've got a shirt like that as well. I said, oh, I'll try the shirt. We got it in like the khaki green as well. I was like, oh, I, I never buy stuff like that. So I was like, yeah, right. So I did it. And I was like, I'll have those three. Brilliant. I never go shopping for stuff like that. So I was like, I'll buy those. Anyway, the first time I wore it, basically someone told me that this is Stone Island's like your number one for football hooligans. But this yeah. brand is like number two. It's up there with Stone Island for football hooligans. And I was like, well... The way you I describe it to me makes like me it. think of DeShane from Top Boy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's exactly what he would wear. But it's got no label on it, luckily. It's got no, like, you know, it doesn't say Burberry. It's not Burberry. It doesn't say yeah. Burberry on it. 
just reminds me of a time when I, I was on tour with with England and uh, I was obviously not playing and um, I was in a room with Julian White and Ron, Mark Regan walked in. It's a true story, and he said, "Right, done a bit of shopping today, boys." Have I lost you. Let's have a look. <clears throat> I've lost you. Look. Get a show. That is love. Oh, hello, hello. You have to do it again. Hello. You have to do it again. Um, reminds me of when a time I was on tour with England. I was in a room with Julian White, and um, Mark Regan walked in and said, "Oh, hello, Ron. What have you been doing?" And he was like, "Oh, been a bit of shopping, bab. Have a look at this. He had a shirt on, and it just had Burberry written a million times all over it." And Julian, I, I, I was like. That is a that's a statement, Ron. And Julian was like, "That is lovely. That's really nice, Ron. What make is it?" And he went, "Burberry Bab." <laughs> it's, <my favorite laughs> it's true. That's one of the true ones. That was it. He nailed it. Burberry Bab. Like, oh, <laughs> uh, top banana, yeah. Best best tourist has ever been, Mark Regan. The best tourist there has ever been. I I've mean, seen him for ages. I haven't, but I mean, I went the tours I went on with him. He honestly stands out more than the games, more than anything else. <laughs> DF, I mean, it's the same gag a hundred times a day, but somehow it's funny. Um, yeah. Anyway, I'm, I'm upbeat now. You've got me back in the game. We're going to Paco Tapas, a restaurant in Bristol, which we love um, for cute. our anniversary oh, mega uh, cute. luncheon. Yeah, it's cute. Isn't it? What Don't present? Stop crying then. What present? I did get a present. Yeah, it's our first anniversary because I'm obviously a second time round guy, and we had cute yeah. before. You know. Yeah. Um, and it's paper. Oh. The first anniversary is paper. I don't know if you remember that. Yep. Yeah. So I got what a cash. I got some, what a cash. Got some, no, got some paper. <laughs> Romantic. <laughs> right. Got some nice paper. Let's go, boy. I got work to do. Right. You got lunch to do. Um, and good luck to you guys. Good luck. To you. Let's have let's have a chat soon and try and organise your diary. All right. So just stay positive about logistics, guys, because it's not all bad, and you you can get a lot done in a day if you really try. You haven't got carol singing. You haven't got nails. Um, oh mate don't yeah Christmas day will be good because I'm I know I'm not driving for two hours Uh, no it'd be fine boxing day would be nice right good luck everyone see you later bye hey it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad high quality fashion without the price tag say hello to Quince I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.